Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas. Today, we don't have a guest with us today. It's just going to be me. So welcome. Welcome. If you haven't ever heard of our show before, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. And this is an exciting podcast where we talk about many, many different Christian topics. We bring on different guests from authors to musicians to ministers to missionaries to all of the realm of influence in Christianity. This is the place. This is the place to hear from it. We're almost to our 200th episode. We'll be recording that this week, our 200th episode. And so if you are new, if you've never subscribed, subscribe. Join our family of Faith and Family Fellowship. We have so much amazing content to come, so much content that we've recorded in the past, in the last couple years. And so if you are new, go back, listen to those other episodes, listen to our guests that we've had on, sharing about all of their different stories and testimonies of God's faithfulness. And that's what I'm going to do today. We don't have a guest joining us today. It's just me. So I just want to share a little bit of what God is doing in my life so far in January 2023. And as you guys know, I've said it hundreds of times, I'm living in Brazil as a missionary, still here. Yes, I've been here for almost four years serving the Lord. Before I lived in Brazil, I lived in Asia, in Thailand, in Cambodia, serving the Lord as well. And so serving the Lord is something that I've always wanted to do after God redeemed my life from addiction. After I was in a drug addiction, I went to a place called Adult and Teen Challenge of the Midlands, a place where God restored my life, 180 degree direction change in my life. And I began to serve the Lord after my my freedom through that program. And it was in that program when I started to cry out, God, I want to serve you. I want to be used by you. And I spent a lot of time in prayer. I spent a lot of time in worship. I spent a lot of time on my face because one, it was required of me as a staff of this program to lead other men into Christ and into freedom. And secondly, it was because it was the desire of my heart. I wanted to know who God was in a deeper way because I knew who God was through my life growing up as a teenager, but I didn't know him personally enough. And so that was my chase. I just wanted to see the face of God. I wanted to know everything I could know about him. If there was gifts, I wanted all of them. And so that was kind of my mentality. And that led me into a place of saying, okay, God, send me, send me, I'll go wherever you want me to go. And, and I did. And he sent me to Asia, to Thailand, to Cambodia, and then here to Brazil for the last four years. And, and I'm so grateful for what God has done in my life for the things I've been able to take part in. And right now, in 2023, I have been married for the last three years. I'm celebrating my, my, third, my third anniversary with my wife here in February. We got married right at the beginning of the pandemic. So it feels like five years or 10 years, but it's only three. And so I keep saying, man, I can't believe it's only two years, only three years that we've been married. It feels like a lot longer. And so those of you who are married, you understand what that's like. (laughs) 
being at home every single day with your spouse during the pandemic and it's continuing and it's wonderful. It's amazing. But something really, really unique is that God, for the first time in our marriage, has called us into a fast together. And I'm not saying, I know that the Bible says, don't talk about fasting, don't puff your chest out, don't do all these things. And that's not what I'm doing today. I just want that to be clear. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal saying, I'm amazing, I'm the best Christian ever. Nothing like this. Actually, I'm sharing it from a place of humility because, man, it is humbling. We entered into a 21-day Daniel fast. And I've fasted before. I fasted many times, but I did no food, 100% fasting, no food. And it wasn't for 21 days. And so my wife is saying, Dallas, I really feel like God is calling us into a fast. At the beginning of the year, here in January, I really think he has some things to show us. And of course, I've been secretly wanting my wife to ask me to fast. But as a man of the house, I never, never brought it up. I never, never did it. And we had a child. My wife was pregnant for nine months of her marriage. And then now our son is breastfeeding. And so it's one of those things where we're just kind of like, yeah, we want to do it, but we never did. And so a Daniel fast is kind of where we met in the middle, where she could still participate by eating and choosing what she can and can't eat, right? And so that's what we did. We started the Daniel fast. And to be honest, it's tough. It's harder than even fasting with no food, in my opinion, because we, for example, we cut out coffee. Okay, I'm going to say the things that I cut out because (laughs) for me, these are the big deal. This is the big stuff. We cut out meats. We cut out coffee. We cut out sweets. We cut out entertainment as well. We're not partaking in any social media during this time as well. I know biblical fasting is food. And so we're also just putting that in as well as, hey, we just want to get closer to the Lord, whatever it takes. So we're going to stop using social media during this time, as well as Netflix and Amazon, things like that. So we are just spending our time with the Lord. And I'm going to talk today about Psalm 63, my soul thirsts for you. This is David's cry. My soul thirsts for you. I'm hungry for you. And that's exactly what I feel right now. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm hungry because I'm not hungry. I'm eating. I'm eating food. But what I'm hungry for are the, the fleshly desires that I stopped doing. It's only been about seven days of our fast so far, and I'm not hungry, but I'm hungry for God, and I'm hungry for those things that I cut out, for example, coffee and meats and sweets and entertainment and those things that I'm not using to fill myself. Because in our day, it's so common for us to be filled up with something. If you're hungry, you grab something out of the fridge. If you're thirsty, you do this. You know, if you're, you're tired, you drink some coffee. And we rely on this, and I absolutely did rely on that. And so cutting that out is just rearranging my entire mentality. And it's so tough, but it's so worth it. And so I want to just read Psalm 63 for you really quickly. And let's discuss a little bit about what the Lord is showing me during this time of fasting. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. The Dwelling Place Lounge is in partnership with the social media ministry for the Dwelling Place Church in Anchorage, Alaska. In the lounge, they weekly discuss each Sunday's message and go further in depth and reflect on the powerful message given. You will be listening to their campus senior pastor, Peach Jones, along with co-host Ray Daniel for further learning in a fun and laid-back podcast style. Find more information by searching thedwellingplaceak.com. If there is one relationship book you should read, this is it. We have left Relationship Matters to singles who are looking or married who are in trouble. The statistics highlighting loneliness are dumbfounding. Something is seriously wrong and we are not paying attention to it. The Heart of a True Lover in Exposition of the Song of Solomon has everything you need to set relationships right in your life. 
Find your copy of The Heart of a True Lover in Exposition of the Song of Solomon on Amazon today. Verse 1. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your glory and power. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift my hands. My soul will be satisfied with fat and with rich food. Oh man. And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you in my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, and in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for the jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Psalm 63, my soul thirsts for you. And I just want to break it down a couple verses here that, that really spoke to me and things that I'm really feeling right now. And so it's saying, first off, early I will seek you. In the beginning of the day, I will come after you, Lord. I will fight for you, Lord. I will wake up early to be with you, Lord. I will sacrifice my sleep, Lord, to be with you. And David's soul thirsted and demanded to be satisfied early in the day. And there's a quote here that says, What first lays hold of the heart in the morning is likely to occupy the place all day. First impressions are the most durable because there is not a multitude of ideas to drive them out or prevent them from being deeply fixed in the moral feeling. And so what's our normal routine? We wake up, we open our eyes, we pick up our phone, we go to social media. That's usually, I mean, I'm not the only one. I don't, I don't think I'm the only one who does that. And it's not even that I'm curious. It's just natural. It's just what I do. I wake up, I look at that. And it's, what does it do for me? It doesn't fill my soul. It doesn't satisfy me. It doesn't do anything. It's empty. It's empty to do this, to start your day like this. I need to spend time with the Lord. And so during this fast, I, it's, I'm really trying to get up early and to be with the Lord. However, I do have a son who's nine months old. And so it doesn't always work out where I can wake up early before my wife, before my son and spend time with the Lord. But I do have that time later in the day. So I do make this time to get on my face and to worship the Lord, seeking him early in the, the early half of the day. And from my perspective, if you don't start your day with the Lord, you're always looking for something to fill you. And it's going to be all of those other things in your day. And so most people don't even know that God is the one who will satisfy their soul, who will truly give them satisfaction because they find satisfaction in all these other things. And when one doesn't satisfy, it's the next and the next and the next. And that's addiction. You know, that's a, that was addiction in my life. It started small and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and more of a problem, more of a problem because it never satisfied. So I had to do more and more and more and more frequently and it consumed me and it ruined my life completely. Another verse, it says, because your steadfast love is better than life, better than life. What does that mean for you? That the love of the Lord is better than life itself. The creator is better than the created. What? And this is the reason why David was so motivated to pursue God, because this love that God had for him, it was more meaningful than life itself to David. And that means that David, he knew and experienced something of God's love that many today don't know what it's like or have never experienced at all. And so I'm seeking that. I've, I've, I've tasted that before, and I want to be back to that place where I'm just so connected to God. I just feel so close to Him. And right now, even fasting for almost seven days, six days today, I'm not there yet. 
because I had my myself filled with so much crap that I don't, I can't feel God as much as I used to when I didn't have all these distractions. Here's some more things about people comparing with David here. People regard life as natural, but David regarded God's great love as natural. And people enjoy life, but David enjoyed God's great love. People value life, but David valued God's great love. People will sacrifice to live and to do things, but David would sacrifice for God's great love. People want to give life to others, but David wanted to give God's great love to people. People despair without the sense of life, but David despaired without the sense of God's great love. And so if you see this, what I'm trying to say here is that God's love is more important than life, than the value of life, than the sacrifice of life, than all of these different things. It's more important to be in the presence of God at the feet of Jesus. That's the most important thing. And so if you're sacrificing for this life, I want to ask you, sacrifice for the Lord. Change your, change your mentality. Stop sacrificing for things that don't fill you, that won't ever give back because they don't love you. Those things you're sacrificing for, they don't love you back. Only God does. Only God does. My soul shall be satisfied as with fat and rich food. Man, that's a hard one for me because I love to eat a big old steak. I love to, I love to have a coffee in the morning when I wake up. And all of these simple things in our day that we take, granted, take it for granted is what I'm really, really desiring right now. And so I'm daily saying, God, I want to hunger for you more, more than this stuff. I don't find my satisfaction in those things. I don't find my satisfaction in the meat that I eat in the coffee that I drink, in the sweets that I eat, all of those things, Lord, I find my satisfaction in you. And that's a hard prayer to pray because it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to truly mean it. And so I'm there, guys. I'm trying to figure out that. I'm trying to be closer to the Lord and find my satisfaction only in his great love, nothing else. To end this, I just want to talk about Psalm 63, 7 and 8 again. So this is the verse, for you have been my help and in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings for you. Your right hand upholds me. And so we're, let's just thank the Lord for his faithfulness, for what he's done. And if you guys know, if you read Psalms, David writes a lot of his Psalms, uh, a cry for help. But this one, he actually wrote in the wilderness and he wasn't crying for help. He was praising God here. And so I'm very, very grateful for all the things that God has done, how he's provided, how he's taken care of me, even outside of my own country. Even in a country I can't fluently speak their language, even in a country where I can't do all of these things, I have so many obstacles to overcome, but God has been there every single step of the way and he's using me and he's using my wife and I'm so grateful and I don't deserve it at all. I don't deserve anything that he's given me, anything that I'm allowed to take part in, but because of his faithfulness, because of his great love for me as a son, I get to partake in it. God doesn't need me, but he wants me and I'm so grateful and I accept Every single day, Lord, use me. Just like I said, Lord, send me out, send me to another place. I'm here. And if you've ever been in full-time missions or know anyone who has done full-time missions, it's a little bit different of a mindset from short-term missions because I went on short-term mission trips before. And when I was in the mission field for that 14 days, 10 days, seven days, whatever it was, you were focused. I'm going to serve the Lord and this is 100% of what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll have a little bit of fun, but I'm going to spend time serving the Lord 100% on these seven days, 14 days, 10 days, whatever it was. When you're on full-time mission, something that I've learned, it's, it's hard to divide your life with missions. And the easy thing is to just find out that you can't. You can't divide missions and your life because it's who you are. It's your identity in Jesus. You are just 
telling people about Jesus. It's not a job. It's not a thing that you do on the weekend or thing that you do during the week. It's just who we are as believers. And so it took me a little bit of a time to realize that, that I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to, people to see me and say, yeah, Dallas is doing it. But then I came to a place where I'm just, no, Lord, I just want to seek you. That's it. I don't have to have this position. I don't have to have this specific thing with this church or that church or whatever. I just want to be a son. And by being a son, by doing that, putting that as my first priority, there has been so many opportunities to serve and to be used by God. And even in normal mundane life, there's opportunities. There's times to share the gospel. There's times to share the love of God and to pray with people. And again, I'm so grateful for all the things that God has done. And I'm so grateful for you guys, that you guys have participated with this journey of faith and family fellowship as well. And God is doing so many great things and he's going to continue to do great things in our life, my life, Chris's life, the other host here of the show, our guests that are coming on, their lives and our audience as well. God is blessing your life. And I know he has great things in store for you in 2023. And so thank you again so much for your time, for listening. Join the family of Faith and Family Fellowship. Praise God for your life. And let's continue to praise Him in 2023. Let's go. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.